Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. to the 266th episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. Reza, it is Oscar Sunday. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, I have seen very few of the movies this year. I think based on when they had come out, where I was, doing a lot of traveling, Q, end of Q3, Q4 last year, and then the move recently, that let me just tell you all of the movies that I have not seen. I didn't even. I don't even know what's nominated. I literally just had to Google. I'm sure you can hear me typing. I got the list up now. Yeah, you got the list up now. Sorry. Yeah. So you you read them off, and I'll tell you if I've seen it or not. All right, you ready? 1917. Yep. Nope. Although I, I can pre-order it on my TV. <laughs> I just watched it last week. Good movie. Ford versus Ferrari. Nope. Haven't seen it either. Uh, Joker. Nope. Great movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nope. Great movie. Um, <laughs> Parasite. Nope. The Irishman. Yes. All right. Me too. That's three that I've seen. Uh, Little Women. Nope. Jojo Rabbit. Nope. And Merit Story. Oh, we're halfway through that right now. Same. So, so I've seen three and a yeah, half of nine. Yeah, I've seen... Two and a half of nine? No, you said one and a half. One and a half. <laughs> you Jesus. said you had Irishman and half of Merit Story. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm trying to. I was going through the Google Play Store on my smart TV and trying to figure out: is it just worth renting these movies or buying these movies? Because the way it works is, if I rent it, I have thirty days to play it, and right. then once I do play it, I have forty-eight hours to finish. Yep. Now. The, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the, the rental price is like five ninety nine. Yeah. HD five ninety nine, SD four ninety nine yeah. is a typical price, but then a lot of things tend to go on sale when you'll get, you'll be able to get something for like four bucks. Right. And then, or I just buy it outright for like 20 bucks. Now. The cost of me seeing a movie by myself is like $17, I want to say at this point. Are you serious? It might be like 15 to $17. I mean, I can look it up right now. Holy smokes, man. So if it's that much to see a movie, like what's the difference between just buying it and renting it? I mean, just like going to the, I'm sorry, what's the difference between going to the movies, <clears throat> yeah, going to the yeah. movies and just, uh, so I'm going to Fandango right now. Right. Um, let's Going see. to the movies and just buying it straight up. Exactly. Yeah, so. I hear you. Um, I will say this. Um, I tend to not rewatch movies a lot these days. Like, I don't really rewatch movies that I own a lot. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the reasons why I don't buy movies too often on Google Play. I did actually recently use some of the credits that I got from Google Rewards because they were going to expire. And I bought the, uh, the triple pack of John Wick for like $10 or something like that. Okay. And I've only, I've like, I periodically make my way through about 10 minutes of John Wick 3, like every week, every like weekend. <laughs> I'm watching like 10 minutes. Like to this morning, I was making breakfast and I was, I watched about 10 to 20 minutes of the movie. Later on, when I'm doing dishes, I'll just post, I'll post my tablet up there and uh, I'll probably watch like another 20 minutes of it. It's, it's nice to have them, 
especially when you think about the cost, like, you know, do the cost benefit analysis. But if it's a movie that I want to see, especially an Oscar nominated one, I tend to just watch those a single time and, and I'm happy renting it as long as I can commit to the 30 day guideline, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a problem at times because every now and again, I'll open up the Google Play Store uh, and they'll be like, oh, you know, rent a movie, any quality for 99 cents. So I'll go and I'll, I'll rent a movie that I've, I've been curious to see for the last or over the last like year and I'll forget about it. And the 30 days will go up and I'll, and I'll just completely forget to watch the movie. So you got to be careful when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at um, 1917, a showtime at 4 p.m. today. And it's one ticket at 16.49 plus $1.79 convenience fee through Fandango. So the total is 18.28. Jeez, man. So like if I'm, if I'm willing to pay 18.28, what's another $1.72 to just own it? Yeah, yeah, right. especially if you're willing to do if you're willing to go to the movie. Right. Then yeah. Like, does it just make sense to buy Ford versus Ferrari to buy uh the Joker? Um, but you know, I get it, like there's no reason to spend money if you don't have to spend money. Right. Uh so I mean I've rented a few movies in the past and to your point about the uh the Google survey stuff, uh I don't get a, an opportunity or a choice to select like what the money goes towards. It just automatically gets deposited in my PayPal account every two dollars. That's so on, interesting how on, different uh, it is. iOS. Yeah, mine is mine goes to a Google Play credit and it, it stays there for about a year. And so it's all like technically a, a gift card on the Google Play Store that I can use toward any app, game, movie, or book. But yeah, it it expires every year you have like you know between you know earn 10 cents here that 10 cents will expire 365 days from now mm-hmm. typically not that big of a deal but i get a lot of rewards when i go on vacations and such when i like leave this city and so yeah. that you know the the anniversary of those trips tend to be when i would lose a lot of money i don't think i've ever lost any money on it uh since i've since i've had it but I did get like a little notification, which is why I bought the John Wick movies because I hadn't rented anything from them for quite a while at that time. Now, is it so that every time you do one of the surveys that it just automatically deposits the like the 10 cents or 15 cents into your Google Play account? Yep, exactly. Oh, well, okay. So right now, let me open up the rewards app. I have. Ever, do you ever get like multiple surveys waiting for you? Yes. Okay. That only happened to me like once recently. I was like, I just did it. How is there another one? <laughs> My, the last one, I, I had one yesterday. And yeah, I'll get that. I, I won't get a notification for multiple. I'll, I'll have like a notification. It's like, oh, you got a, you got a, a survey. So I'll go in, I'll do the survey. And then I'll see once that, you know, I get my money deposited, I'll see there's another survey waiting for me. So I'll do that one then too. Right now I have $19.53. That's a good. That's a good chunk of change. Yeah, I've had. I I I tend to not dip below twenty dollars anymore. So I'll, I'll boost it up till about thirty dollars, and then I'll make a couple of purchases or rentals or whatever, and then you know that'll be that. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, six dollars is a lot for Joker. Parasites available. Yeah, which is I, also in theaters now too. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to. I've been trying to see Parasite since last year. Really. Um, yeah, a friend of mine, the the one that I used to go see movies with, we were talking about seeing uh, Parasite for a while, but then 
I was unavailable, she was unavailable, she moved, I moved, and it just doesn't seem like it's going to be possible. Mm. Yeah. I don't even really know what it's about. I saw the trailer for it a couple of weeks ago, and I've, I've already forgotten it. Some, something about, like, faking it? <laughs> faking until you make it or something? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, there's, like, a... It's not only a parody, but it's also a thriller. So it's it's very interesting, the, uh, the tone of that movie. Uh, the director is a is a big time south korean director uh so it's like his he's it's not like he's made it because he's already made it but he's definitely hitting the uh the oscar in like american movie uh mainstream hard this time around it's funny he made a he made a comment about how uh the oscars aren't technically an international movie award ceremony they're more of like a local award ceremony um, hmm. So he was sort of like shitting on the fact that like the Oscars don't really cater to the international movie uh, yeah. or the film sort of community. And right. uh, people like sort of clutching their pearls a little bit about it. Yeah. It's kind of true, right? <laughs> right. How how often do like international films even get featured at the Oscars? Exactly. You get like that one small category for foreign, exactly. best foreign film. And it's right. Like, like what does what does foreign film even mean? Like right, and why do none of those ever show up in best and just in best picture straight up? Right, so because this one is, uh, it's like a big deal. You can even say this. I've heard comedians or people who who perform in comedy films tend to complain a bit about the Oscar. Not complain, but I've heard this criticism that the Oscars doesn't take comedy movies seriously Mm -hmm. so you can have some really good comedy films but because it's comedy it won't it will never find itself in best picture or very rarely will find itself in best picture there's never there's no category for best comedy even stand-up comedians they will win grammys for best stand-up but you won't see a stand-up at get best picture or not best picture but just a best um comedy special there's Mm no there's no category for that in the oscars Funny, we're talking about Google Rewards. I literally just got a survey right now. Yeah. And I wonder it's if, none of the above. <laughs> you know, it's uh, one of the things I think that the Oscar ceremony needs to do is somehow, I think if Carrie Mulligan brought this up recently, it was like, you have to somehow prove to people that you've seen the movie before you vote. Yeah. This is I mean, a this is a thing that Bill Simmons, or not not just Bill Simmons, but the Ringer, pod, the Ringer Network talks about a lot is the when it comes to when it comes to oscar movies there's just a very classical feel that a lot of movies have and you tend to not see you tend to not like the the academy will vote for those movies a lot so you'll have i'm trying to think like i'm looking at this right now i'm not sure how many votes joker would get i'm not sure that joker really caters to the academy so much mm-hmm. i keep hearing that 1917 is going to be the winner and and I think I think the Vegas odds show that that nineteen seventy like nineteen seventeen is the favorite. Mm-hmm. The other movies that are that are that are nominated, I'm not really sure. Like, because I haven't seen like I haven't seen two thirds of these. Well, that's true. Yeah, um, but I've heard I've heard. I'm trying to think who it is. Was it? I think I guess Sean Fennessy maybe has has said that the Oscars shouldn't be voted on that year. There should be like a five year delay. So the 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 Oscar movies that we should be voting on this year should be from 2015. What are the movies from 2015? That's a good question. Let's bring see. that up. You and your mechanical keyboard. Yeah, man. 
It's loud. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Uh, Whiplash, American Sniper, Birdman, The Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Boyhood. I mean, out of all of those, I like Whiplash the most. Um, but Birdman won, right? Yeah, Birdman won. Birdman won because it was basically saying it was like a the, the a story on acting, and like I, like it, it caters to the academy because you're like, oh yeah, the the creative process is really hard and demanding and challenging. It's like okay, like yeah. I get it. This is like you guys wanted to to stroke each other in this. <laughs> I didn't see Birdman actually. Well, um, you should use some of your credit to yeah. to do that. I, I haven't seen a lot of these movies from this year. I think I, I think twenty fifteen I only saw Whiplash, Selma, and American Sniper. Well Selma good. I wouldn't have voted I wouldn't have nominated it for Best Picture. It was good. I enjoyed no. it, but I, I don't think it was it's got a ninety nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Like that so this was kind of the 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 this is the idea of voting for the Oscars, you know, five years or X number of years later is really what's the what's the most memorable movie from this list? Like, do you remember a lot of these movies? I mean, I feel like I, I mean, I saw Whiplash. I saw American Sniper. What are the other movies? Birdman. Uh, I saw Birdman. Birdman, Boyhood, Theory of Everything. Yeah. Imitation Game. Grand yeah. Budapest Hotel. Yeah. So I saw all of them. Yeah, you saw you saw just about all of them. All of them but Selma, right? All of them but Selma, yeah. Um, I uh, I mean, I like them for different reasons, though. Like American Sniper for obvious reasons. Because when I, when I need to get a duty fix, you watch a couple <laughs> of clips and you're like, okay, Reza, we riding. Um, but Whiplash had a really cool uh, story that I really appreciated. It was sort of like uh, nature versus nurture. Theory, uh, theory of everything was great. I thought that the uh, the performances were really good in that. Um, and then Imitation Game was, I thought, was a brilliant movie. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, I, I love that stuff. Um, isn't that, isn't that the Benedict Cumberbatch? Right? It the, is. Uh, yeah. 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 Yep. So I'm, yeah, I'm I really wanted to see this one. It's really good. It's on Netflix. Oh, is it now? I I remember it was on HBO way back when, and I never. Uh, I wanted to watch it, just never really found the time to do it. Yeah, no, it's it's a hundred percent worth your time. Um, but I mean, that's also tough, right? Because like five years later, how much of this stuff do you really remember? See, that's that's the other thing. It's I think part of the argument for it is to kind of go against certain movies like the artist Crash or the <laughs> artist. Yeah, yeah. Like Crash One, and I don't know. I remember watching that movie and really liking it, but I, at the time that I, when I first saw it, or when I saw it, I was probably like fifteen. Mm-hmm. I just, I haven't seen it in ages now, but I don't think if I saw it again, I would actually like it that much. Like, I think it was a bit Do too you think extreme. That's also like, okay, but those stories have been made before in the past of like the, all the interconnectedness of things. Yeah. Felt like felt a bit like Pulp Fiction. Never seen it. Great movie, man. I know you've never seen it. You'll never watch it, (laughs) but it's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's you know what's also interesting about that though, like Quentin Tarantino, very polarizing for me. Uh, Some movies I I really dig, and then some movies I'm like, I am not about his 
his uh his stuff and i mean i love hearing him talk about movies uh i don't have anything against him personally but yeah, yeah. like hateful eight took me a long time to watch uh i saw Django early uh but yeah like i hear you his movies are long there's a lot of dialogue in them mm-hmm. and sometimes like there'd just be a character that that doesn't work for you so i get it <laughs> I didn't the, see Death. Was it Death Race? Uh, I think it was Death Wish. Death Wish. Death Proof. Death Proof. Oh, Death, Death Proof. Proof. I didn't yeah. see that. I didn't care for that too much, to be honest. I saw it probably freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, probably some bootleg version of it. No, actually, it wasn't a bootleg version. I think, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, I didn't really care for it too much. It was it was interesting-ish, I guess. Um, it was part of the, the Grindhouse, like, double feature movie. Yeah. And it was okay, I guess. But I feel like Kill Bill is very different than a lot of his other movies. Once How upon so? a there's there's always been action. There's always been action in a lot of his movies. I guess Kill Bill is probably the most similar to Django, but Kill Bill doesn't have as much dialogue, I feel, as as some of the others. There's certainly a lot of like weird storytelling that takes place, you know, you go back in time, you do this and that. Like technically the start of Kill Bill is what how does how does it how does it open oh right when she goes and kills vivica fox right maybe so that is like so she's let's i can't remember how many people on are on her hit list but it's let's say say it's six people the uh that kill is like her second kill i think and the whole movie is building up to her killing lucy lou which was her first kill i think oh now there's there's definitely a lot of dialogue in it but like you have you have the whole scene when she's about to kill Lucy Liu and she has to kill what's the band like the the I can't remember what the, what the group is the the gang that she has to kill but you have that whole like 15 minute scene when she's just murdering people <laughs> um that's that's it's a bit different than some of his other movies I feel the I don't even know what that whole like world is about like why is she killing people She's killing people because Bill, she she was she was an assassin working with Bill's group, and she was also in love with Bill. Who's Bill? And Bill is um, David Carradine. Okay. And I can't remember exactly what happens, but she meets this man and falls in love with him and decides to get out the game. Um, this guy also knocks her up, and she she gets married to him. She she goes to she. You know, there uh, actually doesn't get doesn't quite yet get married. Um, at her wedding, Bill shows up with his gang, and they they try to kill her. They kill everybody in the church. Uh, you know, the the man that she's marrying, the priest, all the witnesses, and they try to kill uh, Uma Thurman. And turns out she doesn't quite die. Ends up going into a coma and is in this coma for however many years or however long she's in the coma. I think it's like three to five years. And she's out for revenge. So that's that's the whole thing. Interesting. Yeah. And also everything in that uh, universe is connected? Technically, but there's nothing really like tying them together, I guess. It's really... It's really um, trying to remember the character's name there's a there's a certain character that is related or these characters are related to one another throughout throughout time so it's not like you have a single character continuously showing up 
but it's like oh that guy's character his last name like he's the cousin or the or the nephew or the niece or whatever of this other guy who's in another movie it doesn't there's nothing about there's nothing about it that really is required to know and i'm not even sure if if there's a character that that actually matches that link in say like Django, for example or hateful eight oh i see i see what you're saying okay yeah all right yeah, I was. Uh, I thought I read somewhere that they are all. Uh, they are all operating in the same universe. Yeah, I, I think they're supposed to be, or that they are, but I don't think it really matters. Okay. Um, how many of the movies? Uh, out of the movies that you've seen, which was the like a favorite of yours? I might say this because it's the most recent one that I've seen, but I really enjoyed 1917, and I know that. I listened to um, the big picture, which is another one of the Ringer podcasts. Their discussion on it, and they, while they liked it, they it wasn't their favorite movie. They felt like story wise, it didn't do anything special or unique and whatnot. But I really loved the way that it was shot. How was it shot? So it's it's filmed as it, as if it's a one take, if it, as if it happened in one take, and so. You will you you're following this character around, and there's hardly ever a break from his point of view, or not necessarily his point of view or their point of view, since they're two characters. But you're following them around, and there's no like cuts. It's all done by a single camera, and as if there was never a cut in in the film. Now you can see like every now and again the little kind of tricks that they do to to force a cut or to allow a cut. So like. They'll be walking behind trees and then the the camera will go in front of a tree or behind a tree mm. and the character will come out from the other side. It's like, okay, well, that was a cut. That tree probably wasn't even really there. They just added that in, you know? Is, so, it, um, is, it, is it smooth though? It's very smooth. Now, because of that though, um, and I think it was Amanda Dobbins that mentioned this was like, what's the point or what's the, there's nothing, there's nothing that doing it in one take or as if it's done in one take there's nothing that it adds to the story and it in fact will will hinder certain elements because the whole point of the movie is this character um i actually didn't even realize it was him tommen from game of thrones his brother is a is a part of a platoon that's about to go uh do that's about to attack the germans and the u.s finds out that it's actually a trap deployed by the germans too basically allow them to, to completely destroy this whole platoon of people i think it was like 1600 soldiers that they're going to kill and his brother's a part of that but they can't get on the phone and call him up because you know it's 1917 and for whatever reason there's no way to communicate with them so they decide to send these two soldiers out uh to it's like a it's like a 10 mile journey for them to catch up to this group of people and let them know hey the attack is off it's a it's a trap and so you're supposed to be following along with them for this like, you know, let's say nine, 10 mile journey. It's like how much of that is really, is actually seen and how much of it is kind of condensed to make it seem like, okay, like really they only went about a mile. Mm-hmm. And if they did it as if, if they had cuts and stuff, like we could easily assume, okay, well, while we weren't with them, they just trekked through like a mile or two and there was no action. There was nothing of significance and therefore we didn't even see it. Like, you know, they could have done the pseudo one take type of deal, but just had cuts in between moments of non-action or moments of insignificance. Sure. So that's what they were saying. But I still really enjoyed it from the, pers- like, I-, I just think it's really cool. I don't know. 
I didn't really, I didn't really need them to put a cut in it to, to say, oh, okay, well, you know, to, to spare me from certain elements. I, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was done really well. I really enjoyed it. Now, I guess you could say, well, should it, should it just win best cinematography then and not best picture? I guess. But like I said, I just, I, I've seen these movies very sporadic. Like 1917, I saw last week, Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I saw in November. Joker, no, Joker, I saw in November. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I saw in September. And Irishman, I saw like in December, but very, I missed certain parts of it. So of those, I, I guess like if I were to give a second place, it's it's either going to go to Joker or Once Upon a Time. How was Once Upon a Time? I really liked it also. Um, it's, however, it, it felt random up until the end when everything kind of came together. And talk to, talk, talk to us about that. So should I spoil the movie at all or what? Mm, I mean, I don't know if you're going to try to watch it or <laughs> I am going to try to watch it, but I mean, feel free to spoil it. Spoiler all right. alert. All right. Well, uh, I'll still keep the spoilers to a minimum. The, the movies is about, uh, so Leo, Leo DiCaprio is, uh, he, he was once a time, once a big time actor who's kind of fallen off his game a little bit. And Brad Pitt is his stuntman who may or may have not killed his, his ex-wife. No, that, that keeps coming up. Is that something that's like well known, like immediately that like he may or may not have killed his ex-wife? It's known maybe, uh, I would say about 20 minutes or so into the movie, I think. Okay. I'm not positive exactly how long it takes for them to, to introduce that. But the idea, what they like show is that he was on a boat with his ex-wife and she's just like berating him. And, you know, he's he's sitting there and he's just taking it. But they never actually show you like, did he push her into the water and cause her to drown? Did she fall in and he just chose to mm. not save her? Like what what happened? But while he wasn't while nobody like he wasn't arrested i guess for her murder people assume that he did it and so no nobody really wants to work with him because of that or some people don't want to work with him because of it so the movie eventually leads up to the manson murders and that's kind of like the big thing that really ties it in or like really that really like tied the loop and it was funny because i i just finished watching uh what was it called uh mindhunter on Netflix, mm-hmm. season two. Yeah. When we're talking to the Manson family. Sure. And so it didn't even hit me or occur to me that this family was even featured in this movie because I didn't really know much going into it until the very end. And when that all came in, it's like, oh, this is great, you know? Because um, cause what what Tarantino would, will do, just like uh, in Inglorious Bastards, is take a historical event and switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know... Rather than rather than Hitler killing himself, the Inglorious Bastards killed him and all of his people inside that theater that was burning where they didn't actually need to do anything. They could have just left and they would have burned to death anyway. Um, regardless, that that's kind of that's kind of what he does. And so, um, I th- I thought Brad like it's weird because you know Leo and Brad Pitt are both in it, and I think technically Brad Pitt would be classified as a supporting actor in the movie, but I'm not sure if he had fewer lines than Leo. I think he may have. I think he may have had more screen time at the very least than Leo. Yeah, I don't know how that good stuff gets uh, gets settled. Like, oh, you're going to be supporting, or you're not going to be supporting. I don't know how they. I don't know how that gets uh, divvied up. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if I'll, if I'll give any more details than that. Uh, I'll, I'll leave the open okay. or the ending open. Uh, I, I think the, the detail of the Manson family, at the very least, is certainly a spoiler. But I, I'm not going to talk any more about that. I would definitely see it though. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I wish. I mean, this year seemed like a really good year for movies. Uh, I guess a really good Oscar season for movies. It's just really unfortunate that the timing of it occurred in, uh, occurred when I was also really busy, and so I didn't have the time to dedicate as much as I would like to to going. I mean, because I mean, even outside of the movie pastime, when you and I were going a lot, yeah. Uh, even before that, I felt like I was going almost once a week for a little yeah. bit. You used to really go a lot. It's really interesting. Movie Pass would have been great for you then because you would have been up in there. I mean, you were already going every week. So mm-hmm. you would have gotten a lot of use out of that. And when you finally got Movie Pass, that really came, that really slowed down to the point that by the end of the Movie Pass, you were really struggling to get into the theaters once a week. Or, sorry, once a month. Yeah. Uh, and so now I'm also thinking if there's movies I want to see, but. Totally, like aren't sure if I'll ever be able to get the time to. What's to prevent me from just buying it when it comes out? It's the same amount of money. Yeah, yeah. It's you're right I think, though I about think it's like really not nothing. going back to see it, like seeing yeah. it more than once. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I still need to see Ad Astra. Yeah, me too. My dad wanted to watch it. I was thinking of renting it and watching it with him. Just haven't made that happen yet. Um, I mean, I am looking at uh hbo right now and i know they had it for a while but now it's uh the curse of la Llorona, alita battle angel godzilla king of the monsters john wick chapter three and ma uh oh i might have to see first man i heard that was really good oh yeah that's available somewhere too is that hbo that's hbo is leaving soon oh, okay so i might have to put that on later yeah um, but uh, yeah, like I'm always like scanning through uh, all of the movie streaming platforms that I have just for moments like this, so I don't buy something I don't need to. Um, I will say though that you need to 100% start watching All or Nothing. I think you'd really like it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and also, Hunters is now on. Uh, Hunters is coming to Prime Video. Hunters seems like a really cool show concept. It's inspired by true events. Hunters follows a ragtag team of Nazi hunters in 1977 in New York City who discover that hundreds of escaped Nazis are living in America. Mm-hmm. And so they do what any badass vision like the squad would do. They set out on a bloody quest for revenge and justice, but they soon discover a far reaching conspiracy and must race against time to thwart the Nazis' new genocidal plans. So. I'm adding it to my um, list. I see it here. I never heard of it. I mean, look at the cast. Al Pacino. Yeah. yeah. Logan Lerman. Saul Rubinick. Saul Rubinick. <laughs> Josh I Radner. Mean, so um, another, so Honey Boy is on Amazon Prime. That is the Shia LaBeouf movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's very good. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't either, but uh, I'll add it to the list as well. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, do you have a vote? If you had to just like join some of these Oscar uh, <laughs> voters and just like you know what, I saw all these movies. Um, I'm if I was gonna, if I was gonna do like they do, yeah. Is there like a is there some sort of uh, like 
not quiz, but selection thing that we can do at home? Like pick Oscar winners? Um, sheesh. Uh, pick 2020. Probably, but I don't think I've seen enough of these movies to vote in other categories. Ah, screw it, dude. Let's see. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to find if there's like a... Because all, all these websites just have like the list, but I want... I almost want something where we can just decide. All right, who do you think is going to win Best Picture? Wait, wait, win Best what? What, Best Picture? Best Picture? I think 1917 is going to win. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I think 1917 will win as well. Um, what else is there? Best Actor? I, never, I haven't seen Pain and Glory, Antonio Banderas. Uh, yeah. Leo, Leo is nominated for Once Upon a Time, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price in The Two Popes, which I haven't seen. I've only seen half of these, or not even quite half. I think Joker wins. I think Joaquin Phoenix wins. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking uh, Leo will win. Uh, best Actor in Supporting Role, Tom Hanks. Wait. What? See, I haven't seen this, but I heard that Tom, I heard that Tom Hanks actually, or uh, Mr. Rogers actually, isn't the main character in Once a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which I didn't realize, and even so, it still surprised me as I read this. Oh yeah, because it's based on that uh, the some some reporter yeah going to interview him. <laughs> I mean, that's that's based on a true story. That's how that all that stuff uh, happened. I see. Uh, Anthony Hopkins and the Two Popes, Al Pacino, the Irishman, Joe Pesci, oh, the Irishman, and Brad two Pitt. Popes. You should 100% have you see, Have you seen The Two Popes? Yeah, it's very good. That's a surprise. Good. It's very good. Because I, I, I put it on one night. Uh, Is that on HBO? It's on Netflix? I can't keep – this is the difficult – we talked about this before in the yeah. past, like talking about the – keeping up with the different streaming services. It's tough. Yeah, it's on, it's on Netflix. You're right. It's very good. It's very short, but it's very good. And you actually learn a lot about The Popes more than – you. It's what? short. It's two hours. <laughs> oh, it felt, felt short. That's that's good. You didn't you didn't really know. You weren't like looking at your watch. Like, geez, when's this gonna finish? Yeah, like the Irishman. Who do you think wins this one? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Let's give the let's give I, it. To, I really like Pacino in the Irishman. I'll say that. Do you? Yeah. Let's give it to Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah, Brad Pitt was also really good. In Once upon a time. Uh, I don't know who I would get. I, I, I'm going to say Pacino. Just okay. Just go with that. Actress in leading role. Uh, Cynthia Erivo in Harriet. I haven't seen that. Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Uh, Charlize Theron in Bombshell. Renee Zellweger, Judy. And I don't even remember how to pronounce her name. Uh, the main character from... Uh, what was that movie called? Lady Bird. Lady Bird, Yes. I'm not saying that name. What's her name? I can't remember how to pronounce this. <laughs> uh, sour Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't I, seen any of these movies, so I can't. I yeah. can't. I can't commit to any of these. The only reason why I said Sour Shoes is uh, I think I heard John Mulaney say it. Uh, but uh, that's funny. I would. I would say uh, Renee Zellweger for for Judy. Um, all right. Next category. I'm looking through to see which of these I should even bother going into because I haven't seen some of these. Yeah, but you Anim- just animated. Like- f- no, but I can't. <laughs> animated feature film. I haven't seen any of them. 
How to Train Your Dragon to Hidden World. I lost my body, Claws. I heard Lost My Body or Claws will win it. Missing Link in Toy Story 4. I haven't seen any of them. It's not going to Toy Story 4. <laughs> Did you see Toy Story 4? No, but it, I, I know it wasn't as good as Toy Story 3. It's on Disney+. Plus. Of course it is. Actress you, in supporting you, role. Are you using Disney Plus a lot? I I was I literally was watching um um what's that animation movie? All of them? Uh no no, no sorry <laughs> for animation. <laughs> like the 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 uh the musical like you know the colors and stuff. Fantasia. Fantasia. Jesus, I was watching that with Gordon yesterday. We watched like thirty. I was I watched like thirty minutes of it. He fell asleep within the first like eight minutes. He's like, what is this bum? music he, right now he hadn't taken a nap man it took him so long to go to sleep yesterday it was ridiculous so He's yeah like, we, little we watched a little bit of that i <laughs> i haven't watched i haven't really watched much disney plus since um the mandalorian finished mm-hmm. i i watched up on it and i think that's about it but now that toy story 4 is up I'll, I'll probably watch that i think there was something else that i saw that oh the the new lion king which i don't think did that well but or at least I don't think it was as it certainly wasn't as good as the original. Right. That that is on there as well. So I'd probably want to watch that at some point. That just felt like one of those like uh, Crytek videos. Like, hey, look how good our, yeah. our stuff looks. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but your game sucks. <laughs> Tell that to Hutch right, when, well, then, when Crisis Three was out. Yeah, right. I remember those videos. Yep. Um, all right. Well, we don't have to comment on the other ones if we haven't seen them. That makes I'll sense. I'll say c- cinematography, nineteen seventeen. You're giving it to Roger. Yep. All right. Well, you know Co- what? Wait, wait. Costume design? Oh, who's up for it? The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've only seen, I've seen three of these. It's, it's either going to go to Jojo or uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think Jojo's also going to win uh, original screenplay. Really? W- what is that movie about? I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't even seen a trailer for it. Uh... It's about a young boy who must navigate complicated feelings about fitting in as a Nazi kid and using an imaginary oh, Jesus. Adolf yes, Hitler playmate to do so. I have seen the trailer for that. Yeah, that looked really good. Yeah. Uh, Directing Irishman Joker 1917 Once Upon a Time in Parasite. I don't know. I think Parasite. If Parasite wins, that'd be massive too. Documentary. Haven't seen any of these. Uh, film editing, international feature film, makeup and hairstyling, music, original song, best picture, which of course we've talked about, production design, short film, animated, short film, live action, sound editing. There's a lot of stuff, man. I mean, and writing, original screenplay, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time, and Parasite. Are you going to watch the Oscars? Probably not. I tend to not watch these award ceremonies too often they're just long i hear you yeah they're long and i can just get it i I get everything i need out of it uh the next day when i look at the list of all the winners that's very true that's what you need especially considering there's only like a couple of these that i really that i actually would be interested in seeing as as you've probably picked up on i haven't seen many of these movies and so there would be there would be um categories where i'm like all right cool you know whoever won and that doesn't really mean anything for me because, you know. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, let's get out of here then. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks for so much for listening. See you guys next week. Bye.